It's episode, I think it's 350 or it's 351. I'm not sure which. Oh. Or 450, 451, whatever it takes. Yeah. Of the Pittsburgh Nerd Podcast. I'm Sean. And I'm Ian, and this is the only podcast that says... I feel like a little boy who lost his first tooth put it under the pillow waiting for the tooth fairy to come. Only two evil burglars have crept in my window and snatched it before she could get here. Wait, wait a second. Do you understand the concept of the tooth fairy? Explain it to them. Wait, wait, no. She takes the goddamn thing and she gives you a quarter. They got my tooth. I want it back. Okay. <laughs> it's from the rundown. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, walking in the rundown. <clears throat> So how are you, sir? I'm good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good. Traveled. Traveled. I yeah. bet. Yeah. Yeah. Ian has started a new job where he he travels now. Yeah. Is that exciting? Like, like you like digging it? Is it like a unique experience for you? Yeah. First week was good. Yeah. Yeah. Hotel living. Yeah. Yeah. I was there this week a little bit more. Yeah. Um, yeah. I had to go out. I was there Monday through Thursday this week. Yeah. And normally I'm just there Monday, um, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Yeah. So, but it was training and stuff like that. So, yeah. Not all that good stuff. That's always fun. Yeah. Dolly. <coughs> oh, jeez. Oh, heck. Yeah. Excuse me. I hit the wrong pipe. <laughs> All that extra bullshit you got to go through when you you start a new job. Yeah, intake stuff and training yeah. and orientation. Yeah. Kind of stuff, so. so, yeah, I don't have to go out, thank God, till Wednesday or Tuesday night. All that, this is where this is and this is where we keep this. And yeah. So it's still learning all that stuff, you know. Yeah. Here's where the shitter is. <laughs> yeah. You know. But, uh, yeah, it's a cool place. Cool. Yeah, I like it. Different. Yeah. But it's cool. Like, are you going to be staying like at the same hotel all the time? Uh, hopefully. Yeah. I have to call them tomorrow, actually. But they have a <laughs> discount for travelers. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Probably will. That's cool. If I go uh, any further out, yeah, I'll probably get a short-term apartment or something like that. It's cheaper in the long run. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You know they yeah. have short-term leases and stuff like that. Yeah. So. so yeah, looking around. That's cool. Yeah. So yeah, I'm just a little. I don't know why I'm tired today. I shouldn't be. We catch up that. Maybe I, it was a long week, like uh, yeah. So this week I'll have a shorter week. <clears throat> so I just stay out there Tuesday through Thursday. Yeah, and I work Friday and come home. But it's about two hours forty minutes, something like that. Driving. Yeah, all turn bike. That's not bad. Well, the majority of it, all yeah. but twenty minutes is turn yeah. bike. Yeah. So yeah, it's not too bad. Cool. Yeah, so that was my week. I didn't do shit. I need to get a prime... St- uh, <clears throat> like a, 
fire stick or yeah. Roku box or something that you can hook into the hotel. Yeah. yeah. And I can plug everything in. Yeah. So then I'll probably be my first purchase after payday. Yeah. Yeah. I like Roku. <laughs> yeah. I do. Like, I mean, I know Fire Stick's popular, and it, I don't have a problem with it, but I bought that Roku, and I, mean, I know they make them like in like the stick form, like that. But uh, my, my Roku just works fine. Like, it just like I haven't had a single problem with it. Like, it's always something like with Fire Stick. It's like if you don't like go back to it on a regular basis, and like the software is like always like. You're like three updates behind or some shit. Uh, we're always on it, so. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the thing. Like, the, with... At home, I've got the fire stick down on the downstairs TV. Uh, the only thing I use it for is Apple TV. Okay. Where everything else we subscribe to, I can get through my Comcast box. I see. So, it's, it's like one of those things where, like, you know, I'm dreading, like, I'm, there's something I want to watch on. Apple TV, and I'm like, oh, I know it's going to be a pain in the ass to update. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? But that Roku, the glorious thing about it is it stays on all the time. Yeah. So if it updates, it just does it automatically. Yeah, yeah. You know, which is nice. So. I'll get one of them. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I, I'll, I'll like that better. Yeah. Because I watched, like, The Matrix this week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, like whatever was on TV. <clears throat> yeah. I watched the championship game. And, uh, yeah, not much. Yeah, the end of the loop of movies on TNT. Yeah. 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 So, and actually, the hotel had, uh, um, I think Showtime and HBO yeah. and stuff. But I mean, like, I was... I'm still limited. Yeah. You know, I can only watch what's on TV. Right. Versus... Exactly, yeah. It's like... You get you get HBO, but you only get one HBO. And again, you know, there's no on-demand. Right. So, it's a little rough. Yeah. Yeah, I can imagine. So, yeah, there's that. <laughs> but, um... I stayed at a Best Western. It was really clean. <clears throat> of course, I Lysoled everything down. Of course, yeah. I expect nothing less from you. <laughs> I did. I Lysoled yeah. everything. <laughs> Took the top sheet off. Yeah. Lysoled everything. <laughs> but, so, I'm, I'm going to guess you haven't had a chance to watch, like, like Peacemaker. No. Did not. I, the only oh. thing I did watch was... Uh, Let's see, I got caught up on uh, The Expanse and um, Boba Fett. Yeah. I do not get, like, okay, Book of Boba Fett. The first episode was fantastic. The second episode was fantastic. The second episode was nothing more than Lawrence of Arabia. Yeah. I mean, I'm watching it and I'm going... This is just Lawrence of Arabia. Yeah. And like other people are like, yeah, it's Lawrence of Arabia, but in Star Wars, like, this is fucking awesome. Yeah. You know. The third episode, while I'll admit wasn't a banger, like people are just shitting all over it. Really? I don't know why. Really? Yeah. Like it was like, like like 
I mean, it wasn't a, it wasn't as good as the first two. Don't get me wrong, but I still enjoyed the episode. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I wasn't like, oh, this is a fucking turd. You know, people are just shitting all over for some reason. I, I don't get the hate. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't either. Yeah. And I watched a, a show called The Colony. A movie. Okay. Yeah, it was alright. wasn't great. Yeah. I thought I was hoping for better. And then, I watched something that I'll never get my life back from. <laughs> so, you know how... Netflix, you bring up Netflix, and it's like the top ten this week. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm flipping through, and I couldn't decide what to watch, and I flipped over to Brazened, or something like that. <coughs> I swear that's what it's called. Yeah. You're okay? Yeah. I think I got like, like uh, fucking whatchamacallit, heartburn. Uh-huh. Weird. I never get heartburn. Um, and, uh, so I'm watching that. And it had Alyssa Milano in it. <laughs> I know. But it, the story seemed, like, from what I read, it seemed pretty good. Yeah. Like, it was, you know, uh, crime drama. Right. Movie. Right. Type of thing. Homicide. Yeah. I'm like, all right, you know, everyone was in bed. I'm like, well, I'll throw it on. So... I threw it on, and I'm just going to say it's like a little bit up from a Hallmark movie, but not really. Like, it's <laughs> yeah, it's like right there. Yeah. And uh, so I started, I, start, I, I was like, okay, you know, and then I got about a quarter of the way through it. I was like, I should just turn it off. And I'm like, no, nah, just, I'll just finish it, you know. And so the whole plot was Alyssa Milano had come to see her sister, and her sister was trying to um, get her kid back and all this crap. Yeah. And But her sister had a side job. And her side job was a dominatrix. Oh, okay. I'm, right. I'm done with that. Yeah, I'm yeah. there. Right. And so the sister had this room in her attic. Yeah. Or her bedroom. Yeah. It was probably like a, a gigantic walk-in closet that she turned into like a dungeon. <clears throat> yeah. And had a had a uh, lock on it and shit. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. But they would show, like, images from the... I mean, they would show, like, you know, her sister. Yeah. Mostly the end. You yeah. You know what I mean? And, uh... I'm like, whatever. And she got murdered in the first, like, 20 minutes. Of yeah. Oh, jeez. And so it was all Melissa Milano. Now. Yeah. And so... But she was a crime writer. <sighs> yeah, yeah. So she was a homicide writer. And yeah. it just so conveniently that the one of the detectives in the city was lived right next to her sister. Of course, yeah. And so they went on a date, and when they came back from their date, I think that's when the sister was dead. Get it? Yeah. 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 So, yeah, it just went on from there. And then all of a sudden, you know, of course, Miss Melissa Milano is involved in the investigation. and Oh, yeah, of course. They want her input. Yeah, because she's a writer. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. All this crap. And then all of a sudden... This sounds so horrible. It did. It was terrible. And so... um, (laughs) It was so bad. And all of a sudden... And I knew it. I I, I like... 
I knew this was going to happen as soon as I saw the thing, header of the movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. So how are we going to catch the killer? Well, Melissa Milano is going to offer herself to become the next... <coughs> of course. Of Correct. Course. Oh. In order to come catch the killer. Yeah. 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 So she puts the... She puts the get up on with her boobs out and stuff oh, like that. Oh, that's glorious. Yeah. yeah. So it was just, it was horrible. And I was so disgusted with it. I was like, so bad. <laughs> it was. It was so bad. And then I, and then so I finished out The Witcher. Nice. Yeah. Which I end up loving. I gotta go back and rewatch. Like, I fell off the, the wagon there because I fell asleep during an episode. Like, I was just tired. It wasn't because it was boring. I was just tired. And you got lost. <clears throat> I did. See, I still am having a hard time figuring out. Because I did the same thing. Yeah. And I finished it through. Yeah. But I still have a hard time figuring out who's good and who's bad. Yeah. Like, I don't know who's good. And then I think they're good... And then, nope, they're not good. They're bad. Right. And I'm trying to decipher on... Right. Whose side am I supposed to be on? And is there a side? I, the only side I'm on is the witcher side. The elves. And yeah. I'm like, what the fuck's happening? And there's yeah. a dwarf, dwarf involvement. Yeah. <clears throat> so, which I think the dwarves are really good. Yeah. I mean, they're really doing really good with these, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> portrayals I, I think one of the favorite my favorite characters is the dragon I, I think that was like the neatest thing I've ever seen human form I thought yeah really cool you know what I mean right yeah I mean in Yennefer and like everything like I said like I, I gotta go back and I just gotta do a whole yeah I know because there are some things that are taking place where all of a sudden like I'm watching I'm like I don't like because it was like so long between season one and season two I'm like Fuck! I don't remember this. Like, I, I could go back and watch season one and season two together. You know, I was like, "Holy!" Yeah, God. there were some time flops that if you weren't paying attention, like I understood season one was a time, like issue. Like I figured that out. Yeah. Like I was so like by the end of season one, I was like, "Okay, yeah, I, I get it." But like, and this isn't a criticism of the show, but it's just like I think it was it was so long between season one and season two, like. They're referencing shit back from season one. And I'm like, what? Did I miss that? <laughs> right. I, I gotta go. I gotta go. So I'm just gonna go back and rewatch the whole thing. Because like I, I, like I said, I'm watching it and I, like, I fell asleep. I'm like, I, I'm fucking lost. I got no idea what the fuck's going on. So I'm just gonna stop here. And I'm just gonna go back from the beginning. Because I mean, I, I enjoy the show. But like, I just... Like I was watching on a day, I was just exhausted. And the like, next yeah. thing I know, I'm like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> Episode three episodes later. Yeah. So yeah, this isn't good. So I do have to catch up with that and, and rewatch it. Um, I've been, but it was, I needed something light. And I I started seeing like snippets of this show. And I thought, well, this looks really fucking funny. I'm gonna give it a try. It's a show called Letter Letter Kenny. Okay. It's Canadian. Yeah, I think. And I think they've watched it because it is pretty fucking funny. Okay. Like I'm surprised like I mean it it's I mean it's raunchy humor. It's it, I mean, you know, Wayne the main character is about as hick as you can get. Mm. 
you know. But yet he has, you know, morals and standards and but I mean I mean it's just it's a really fucking funny show. If you haven't watched, I'd recommend it. Okay. Like I'm, it's like ten seasons, but each season is like six or seven episodes long. It's only a half hour show. Yeah. So it flies by. Right, right. Like I'm on season seven right now. Okay. You know. Um. So I started watching that, and then uh, I, I you've got to watch Peacemaker. Is it good? Oh, I mean, they released three episodes. Okay. Each episode's an hour. All right. But fuck, is it good? Really? Oh. And, I mean, you want to, like, again, this is James Gunn being James Gunn. Like, Nancy watched the first episode. She's like, fuck, this is weird. I'm like, yeah, it's very James Gunn. Yeah, yeah. You know, but the other side of it is, like, he is digging deep, deep. Into the hair metal pool, like like with like you know like with Guardians of the Galaxy, it was all about like that seventies kind of yeah, yeah. AM rock type type of, of stuff, you know. And with this, it's like like he's pulling out metal bands like I only remember reading about in like Circus Circus and shit, you know, yeah, yeah. like you know, um, like the Choir Boys. And uh, like some wigwam, like shit. Where I'm just like, fuck! I forgot these bands even fucking existed. <laughs> you know, faster pussy cat, Y and T. You know, I mean, you're just like, holy shit! Like, I forgot this band fucking existed, but there they are. You know, yeah. And it's, so, so it's like been that aspect of it's been like really amusing and sometimes a little bit distracting because like they'll play something and you'll be like. I know that fucking band. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but overall, I mean, the show's batshit crazy, and it's exactly what you expect from James Gunn. Right. You know, and I love it. So I'm it's loving, good. Yeah, I'm loving every minute of it. Okay. I did go see a movie. Well, what'd you go see? Scream. Okay, I, I, I got it. I, first of all, I, I'm surprised I'm not surprised I went to go see this, but... Like, was it any good? Yeah. Was it? Okay. Yeah. I quite enjoyed it. Good. Yeah. Um, this might might make number two out of the whole thing. Wow. Yeah. I really liked it. Like. Yeah. It brought back that old vibe. Yeah. Um. um it's pretty damn good. I I really liked it. The way it was done, it was just it was a well done screen movie. So I might place this number two. There was one disappointing factor in it that yeah. I couldn't get over, but But overall a really well done. Yeah. <clears throat> Cause like Scream One was like like game changing to the slasher genre. And it's a really, really well done movie. It is. You know, Wes Craven and, and, and I think the writer's name was Kevin Williamson. Uh-huh. They just They knocked that shit out of the park. Yeah, it was a good movie. Yeah. I mean, Scream 2 is like, I mean, it plays on what it is. It's a sequel. 
Yeah. It knows it's a sequel. It's telling you it's a sequel. Right. You know, I mean, it plays on that. And, I mean, it's good enough. And, I mean, three, I was like, okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, I didn't even watch four. Right. So, like, when I saw this is coming, I was like, eh, you know, I don't know. It's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I have to say, um, I liked it. Yeah. All hell of a lot. Yeah. Wow. Had a couple twists and turns. Yeah. Um, a little bit of a surprise ending. Yeah. Which the which first one did. Yeah. Um, but I did. I liked it. I, I don't know why. I don't know why I liked it so much. I, I just, I, it was kind of refreshing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. As for like a fifth movie in the series, yeah. it was very refreshing. I was yeah. like, wow, that's cool. I get it. Yeah. And they did play a little bit into the, into the Stab movies. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And then, yeah, there was a couple points where they brought people back, but there was a, there was a reason behind it. Yeah. And stuff. You know what I mean? I don't want to give away too much. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want you to win anything either. But, um, but yeah, it was really good. Effects were good. The kills were good. Uh, <coughs> um, yeah, everything. Yeah, it was it was really good. I have to say, I mean, like I was, it's, I, it was thoroughly, yeah, <laughs> uh, worth the dough to go see it. Good. Yeah. Well, plus we saw it at Destenta. Yeah. So it was five five dollars. That's uh, you know, five bucks. Yeah, it's it, it's a hard number to beat. Like I keep waiting for them to like change that. They but, haven't. No, and uh, I mean five dollars first run movies. Yeah, I mean that's that's where I went and saw Spider Man. Yeah, you know you went there. Yeah, yeah, Saturday. I went and saw Spider Man there too. And you I mean, just like, can't beat it. Right, I mean, I, part part of the problem is like, I mean, you know, as much as I love going to see them in IMAX and stuff, yeah. Like one, like I mean, you, if you're going to like that, I mean, it's like uber crowded. Yeah. You know, I just feel like dealing with the crowd. Yeah. And two, you know, by the time you're you're thirty bucks in the hole. Yeah. You know where I can go up there and I like I got that refillable bucket too. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like, what's like four bucks to refill my bucket of popcorn, five bucks for the movie, and a few bucks for an icy. I'm, for half, you know, I'm, I'm in. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's a tough. And it's not a bad theater. No, it's not. It's not that bad of a theater. No. So. It, it, it is not like, you know, the sticky floors and. No, nah, nah. You know. It's well maintained and stuff like that. I think it's the problem is just it's gone through so many owners since it opened up right twenty years ago or so. Yeah, but I mean, as long as they keep bringing movies up there, I'll go see them up there. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but it was it was a good movie. Good. Yeah. I was. That was really cool. With the kills were like what I really liked. Yeah. Yeah, the kill factor was good. I love the the voice too. Yeah, it's one of my favorite. It's so iconic now. Yeah, but <clears throat> I just I love it when he talks to him. Yeah, it's the best. Yeah, you know, 
Well, I watched today The Eternals. How was that? It's okay. Okay. Like, I was entertained by it. Like, I, I, I get why some people were like, oh, it was a bad movie. I, I, I kind of get it. Because mm-hmm. it, it, it's a weird feeling Marvel movie. Like, it doesn't feel like a Marvel movie. It doesn't feel like it takes place in the Marvel Universe, despite the fact they talk about it. Yeah. I think that's kind of part of its problem. Okay. You know, but uh, I I thought, like, you know, overall, I thought it did its job. Okay. Which was to help propel another part of the, the universe. You know, because um, I mean, you, we've heard about like it, the thing it does more than anything is it, it gives you a better grasp of what a celestial is. Okay. The, the, <laughs> they play a very big role in this movie. Yeah, and it's one of those things where, like, it's we've heard it talk. We've heard them talked about. You know, you go back to the original Guardians movie. They talk about you know only a celestial could hold an Infinity Stone. Right. Right. Um. You know. Uh, Guardians 2 with, um, what's, he, what's his name, e- Ego, talking yeah, about yeah. he was a celestial. Yeah. You know, so you had this kind of, like, reference to them, but you never had an understanding of what they really were. Right. Well, this is going to give you that groundwork now. Okay. So, the, the, the problem the movie has is it's laying a groundwork... For something else. Okay. You know, and so by the end of it, you're like, okay, I, I see what you've done. I wonder where this is going. Okay. Because what fucking, uh. How was the acting? Pretty good? Or was it bad? I. I had some problems with Rob Stark. <laughs> Really? Kit Harrington. Yeah. No, not Kit Harrington, the other Rob. Not not uh not Jon Snow. Isn't Jon Snow in it? He is, yeah. Kit Harrington. Kit Harrington's in it. Yeah. But the, the the guy who played uh Rob Stark. He's in it too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he he not so good. Really? Yeah. Was he No, he was not Black Knight. Kit Harrington was Black Knight. He's going to become Black Knight, yeah. Okay. Like, that's the other thing, like, it's, it's, because it's always funny with Marvel movies, like, they're laying down more than one track. Right, right. You know what I mean? And that's what this movie kind of does. Like, the there is a point, like, I'm looking at, at, at Kit Harrington, and I'm like, well, your name says that you're going to become Black Knight. So, when do you become Black Knight? Yeah, yeah. You know, and there's a little bit more to that that we don't quite get, but we kind of quite get. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, huh, okay. You know, so, like, I mean, like, overall, like, I enjoyed the movie. I enjoyed it for what it was. Like, am I ever going to watch it again? Probably not. Yeah. You know, it's probably a bottom-tier Marvel movie for me. Uh-huh. Like I, and again, like one of the problems is that I read the Eternals. No, you know, so my buy-in 
isn't nearly as high as it is with the other movies that they've released. Yeah. But I think it's not nearly as good as Shang-Chi was. I think Shang-Chi was a better movie. Yeah. Again, no buy-in because I didn't read those comics, but I think the movie was better than The Eternals was. Right. But The Eternals did its job. Yeah. Shang-Chi was a really good movie. It was. It was a very good movie. Like, it, it, you know, much better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. But I, I think it felt more like a Marvel movie because it wasn't just making references. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you had Abomination there. You had Wang. You had, at the end, the end credit scene with Captain Marvel and, and Ruffalo. You, know, you had all that stuff kind of there that kind of like, yeah. oh, yeah, this is a Marvel movie. I'm right there with you. Where this, it's like... They're just making references to the events that have taken place in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Nobody ever shows up. Yeah. You know. So, that was the odd thing about it. Is like, so how does it, does it feel like a Marvel movie? Because nobody else is there. It's like it felt like its own little universe. Which it kind of is. But it's still connected to what everything else is going on. Right. Okay. You know. So... <clears throat> I'll watch it. Yeah, I, I recommend watching it. If you're a Marvel fan, you should watch it. Yeah. Because I think you're going to need this movie later on down the line. Yeah, yeah. You know, to understand what's taking place. Yeah, it seems like all these movies are connecting, starting to connect now, or they're laying down the work for them. To right. Like, it's, it's laying down tracks. We're getting somewhere... And the tracks are being laid on right because they laid it down in Shang Chi. They laid yeah. it down in well in the TV series. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they've laid it down in apparently the Eternals. Yeah, and they're gonna lay it in Spider Man, and they're gonna lay it down in Strange. Yeah. So, well, yeah. Strange will probably be the beginning of it. I'm yeah, assuming. I mean, there's a lot going on in the Marvel universe. And this is just one more thing. Right, right, right. So, yeah. I, I'll watch it. Yeah. I was going to watch it today, but I was stopped. Yeah. So. So, yeah, that was about it. That's about all I've watched. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I think that's it for me, too. I've only been home. Yeah. So, did you see or hear about... Now, I've never heard of this person. But this apparently was... Let me pull this up here. He is a, a rapper named Kodak Black. Okay. So, apparently this week, he, he was at a Florida Panthers hockey game. And the Florida Panthers were apparently ecstatic that he was there. Okay. They had him on the Jumbotron a couple of times, whatnot, and so forth. Well, at some point, I guess during the, the, the third period, he got bored. Okay. <laughs> and him and his lady friend were doing what looked like having sex in a private, like, box. Okay. <laughs> she is bent all the way over on the stairs 
Like, you know, like, when you, when you go into a private boss, like, they always have, like, a little section of, like, seats, like, yeah, down yeah. the front, and then, like, up above is, like, where they have, like, couches and TVs and shit for you to, like, yeah. not pay attention to the game. <laughs> well, she's, like, it looks like she's, like, leaning down on the steps to go down, like, down to, like, those little seats, and he's behind her working. Okay. Now, this was caught on film, like, from across the rink. Like, the people that directly across from him saw what was going on. They recorded it and posted it the internet. Now, apparently, he has said, he being Kodak Black, and apparently other people, like, who were, like, there have said they were not naked, they were not having sex, it was a, a twerking thing. Okay. You know. But still... I feel like there's a time and a place for everything. Yeah. A hockey game is not the place to be twerking. <laughs> nah. You know. Are, are you shocked by by by, the, by these? Like no, nah. no, because like, it's Florida. Because like the Florida Panthers, like they're they're, they're in Miami. Like, I can't imagine it. Even like when they do well, I can't imagine they draw well. I don't know the answer to that. I don't know what their draws are. Yeah. Know. Like, I know that I one year... I know a year, lot of Southern teams don't do well. Like, I know there was, like, that one year they were, like, really good. They went all the way to the finals. That year they beat the Penguins in the, the Eastern Conference Finals. Like, you know, the, the whole rats on the ice and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, I know that year they drew really, really well. But, like, I think overall they probably don't... So, like, having, like, a celebrity of, like, his stature show up. And they're doing very well in the standings. So, having him show up, I'm sure, it's like... So they think it's a big shot in the arm for like, hey, we're the cool place to be now. <laughs> and then this happens. <laughs> right. Like, fuck. I don't know. Yeah. It's so weird. And a hockey game. Yeah. Whatever. Celebrities. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, oh, I get that. Yeah. So I, I thought that was amusing. I thought I'd bring that to your attention. Like those celebrities, they, you know, they don't know anything about basketball, but they're sitting in the front row at a Lakers game. You know what I mean? Right. Like that kind of thing. Like my my personal favorite was like it was a year the the Lakers were bad, and like Kevin Smith was tweeting from front row of the Lakers game. Yeah, he's like, I don't know anything about basketball, yeah. but I was not able to get tickets front row. Why wouldn't I come? Yeah, yeah. And he's like. Oh, I found out they stink. That's why I could get the tickets. Jack's not here. Yeah, yeah, He's like, hey, maybe I get to talk to Jack. No, no, no. They stink this year. <laughs> but uh, well, I mean, speaking of, it's interesting you went to go see Scream Two, or Scream Five, because apparently, in in promotion this week of of this fine movie. Nev Campbell was on the Kelly Clarkson show. Uh huh. First of all, can we just acknowledge that why the fuck does everybody have a fucking talk show? I don't know either. But she was apparently on the, on, on the Kelly Clarkson show, and she talks about in another movie when she was 17 years old, she was attacked by a bear <laughs> on the set. Really? Yeah. Okay. Like, apparently. 
the bear was in the scene with her. And, like, they told her, like, we're going to coat your, your hand with honey. And you're going to wave it around. And the bear's going to chase you. And after you dive behind this log or whatever, then you stick out your hand. The bear will lick the honey off of your hand and that will be it. So she's like, okay, sure. And she goes and does this. And then the bear apparently grabs her and starts dragging her off into the woods. Oh, shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like what the fuck? <laughs> Who does this? All right. Like, yeah, we're going to coat your hand with honey. Just it'll lick it off. I'd be like, fuck you. Like, at 17, I'd be like, fuck you. Yeah, yeah. I'm not doing this. I'm not stupid. Stunt double. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The bear started, took the bear wrangler to attack, like, had to grab the bear and, you know, beat it. Like, yeah. that's what they did. <laughs> that's what they did, apparently. Yeah, like, I mean, the bear is, like, dragging her off, like, you know, to do Lord knows what to her. <laughs> right. Yeah. Dinner. Yeah. You're going back to the den. <laughs> yeah. Find a cave. There's a cave somewhere around here. And where is that honey at? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my fucking name ain't Winnie. <laughs> yeah. Give me that shit. I got teeth. I'm a carnivore. <laughs> oh, man. She's, I think she's pretty tiny, too, from what memory serves. Yeah. That girl's met her. I met her, too, I guess. In a way. Yeah, they said, so, she was feeding the, they, they, they had her feeding the bear Coke. Coca-Cola, not cocaine. Uh-huh. Which, you know. Um... And she said, uh, they gave me this big bottle of Coke to feed it. <coughs> After feeding it, they said, dip your hand in honey and just run. And when you get to the tree over there, turn your hand out to feed the bear. I dipped my hand in the honey and I ran to this rock. I turned around and I put my hand out. And the bear is not slowing down. He is coming for my hand. He grabs me by the leg and he pulls me through the forest. <laughs> The whole crew was frozen because no one could believe what's happening. And all I can think to say is, he's biting me. Like, it's not obvious. Yeah. You know. She said she was rescued by the production's bear wrangler who started throwing rocks at the bear in order to distract it and get it away from the actress. Campbell had no life-threatening injuries from the incident. Looking back at the incident, Campbell concluded, it's silly, we get asked to do silly things. No, this isn't fucking silly. Right. You were cha- you. You volunteered to be chased by a fucking real bear. Yeah. Who does that? Like, yeah. Like, who talks to 17? You'll be fine. you fine. No problems. Yeah. Talk about a lawsuit. Yeah. No. There was no lawsuit. You know, that camera was over. Yeah, it's just the price of fame. We go, I hope we're good with that take. Right. <laughs> Cause I ain't doing it again. Well, the next Hill City Con she comes to, guess who's going up with a Smokey the Bear oh! poster? Oh, that'll be tremendous. <laughs> oh, Can you sign this for me, please. Yeah. We heard about the bear chasing incident. I know his crotch here. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's what you were gonna get. <laughs> right. You were getting his red rocket. Yeah. Uh, Oh, indeed. That's funny. It is. Like, I can't believe that shit happened. Like, I, I, it's like a thing of like, 
I can't believe they let that shit happen. You know? <laughs> right. Uh, the other interesting thing I saw this week, <laughs> mm-hmm. I love I love to get your intake on this or, <clears throat> or input no, intake. What the fuck is that? In a article this week in Bloomberg, okay, cannabis, cannabis compounds have been found to prevent COVID infection in laboratory studies. Yeah, I read that too. Yeah. So, for, just for background, and you know, basically, I mean, again, this isn't a one hundred percenter by any stretch of the imagination, right? But they 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 have found that you know there are certain cannabis compounds that are effective against the alpha and beta variants of the virus in a laboratory. Mm-hmm. Uh, the study did not involve giving the supplements to people or comparing infection rates in those who use the compounds compared to those who don't. So this wasn't like this is just an in laboratory study. This wasn't actually like given to people, right? But still, it's an interesting. I'm going to call it a hypothesis. Okay. Okay. That, and it makes me laugh because the people who have talked about natural and again, I am not in any way, shape, or form. Discouraging anybody from the from the the uh, the vaccine. Right. I, the vaccines are obviously there, and I, I think you should get them if you can. Yeah. However, like natural options should still be studied. Yeah. Well, nothing's being studied. No. No. Like Pfizer doesn't want you to know this. No, none of them do. No. Like, That's why they're shutting down any kind of treatment option there is. Right. Which I think is bullshit. Right. I mean... Yeah. I'm not... I'm pro-vaccine, too. Right. But, uh, but I'm also... Apparently. But I'm also very much pro... Like, and we discussed it when we talked about the whole Aaron Rodgers situation. Like, pro other ways of trying to strengthen your immune system outside of the vaccine. Right. You know? And if you had given me this option... Right. You know, I certainly probably would have preferred that myself. <laughs> right. But, I, it's, I, so to me, it's just, it's this funny thing of like, these people, I, and I've never, I've never been somebody who's like put down like a homeopathic, like medicines. Mm-hmm. I'd certainly think like there are natural cures to things outside of chemicals that, right. that are probably as effective or maybe even more effective. Right. But we kind of laugh them out of the building nowadays because, right. you know, science. Right. But, you know, science has been around for since the dawn of time. Right. You know. So why are we laughing out something natural? Well, because it's not man-made and we can't make money off of that. Right. Well, yeah. <clears throat> so, like, these people who are laughing that out of the building... I'm looking at this study and I'm going, well, I'm kind of laughing at you because, you know, this is, this is where we're at. This could work, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, like, yeah, I, I get it. I just, there has to be more studies on it. Right, no, I'm going to get funding to get it studied. Right, I agree with you. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying, like, right <laughs> off the bat, like, let me just start smoking some weed and I'll be A-OK. Like, I agree with you. Like, I, there do have to be more studies, but, the, but you're right. 
nobody wants to fund these type of studies because the people who would make money off of this aren't the people who they want to have make money off of this. Correct. Which is ridiculous. Bullshit. It's like it, it is. It's complete bullshit. Right. It's like it's just like that movie. Don't look up. Yeah. Same thing. How do we make the most amount of money off of a life-threatening disease? Right. Or coal or whatever you want. Right. Pandemic. How do we make the most money out of it? Right. It's exactly what they're doing. Nobody's studying treatments. Everybody's going for the cure. Well, what they think is a cure, but it's not. But I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I believe in the vaccine and the protection. Yeah. But... If they would have just focused in on studies, we could have been saving probably a lot more people. Right. By treatment. Right. I mean, there are a lot of other options out there, but we were just like... Nope. And, and here's the thing, like, <laughs> this is the thing I love. That was Republicans that did that. <laughs> like, everybody forgets this. And this, this is what makes me laugh, especially when people on the right are like, ah, oh, I'm anti-vaccine. This is Trump's vaccine. Yeah. <laughs> this was... Everything that you're talking about with this vaccine was railroaded by, by Donald Trump. Right. Like, this is what he pushed for. And he's proud of this. You know, like, yeah. and he's going on record talking about, like, I've been boosted. You know, I have no problem with the vaccine. Neither should you. Right. We created this. Not, not, not the Biden administration. <laughs> us. Right, right. And, like, we get the right, like, you know, people on the right in particular are like, you know, oh, no, 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 no. You know, like, wow. Weird, right? Yeah. It's so weird. It is. And, like, and I get it. Like, I mean, people are like, well, nobody's making money off of this. No, but everybody's making money off of this. Oh, it's, look at Pfizer stock. Yeah. <laughs> My insurance paid for mine. Yeah. You know, it was free to <laughs> me. Someone paid your insurance. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, but I'm like, that's funny. like, you know, Pfizer isn't giving us away out of the goodness of their heart. Right. And I mean, like, even if you're somebody, because, like, the thing has been, like, the thing to remember is, even if you don't have insurance, you can get this for free. Right, right. Well, who's paying that? Well, that's the U.S. government. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, so it's... It, it, who's, who's the U.S. government buying from? That's what I'm They're saying. buying from Pfizer. Exactly. They're buying from Adela, you right, know. Right, right. You know, so it's that thing of like, well, you know, so don't tell me like this, like these companies aren't making money hand over fist off of this because they are. Right. And when J&J put out their vaccine and it was shit. Yeah. But they pushed it through. They pushed it through. It's Johnson Johnson. Yeah. That's big pharma. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's what, that's where my hesitation comes from. There's no big. There's no conspiracy theory there. This is fact. Yeah. This isn't conspiracy theory on big pharma. That exists. Yeah. Exactly. And it's a business. Exactly. And they're making money off of the people. Right. But again, like indirectly. We, right. But instead of looking at <laughs> treatment options and prevention options, uh-huh. we're just going straight to the vaccine. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? You know, so that's the frustrating aspect of it. it yeah. And like, and the makers of all the testing kits and oh, all yeah. the swabs and 
all the science behind that and then all the vaccines and that shit isn't free. No. You're getting it free. Yeah. But it's not free. Right. You're paying for it in some way. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's like, it's ridiculous. And like, it's such. And the government just throws a big old blanket on top and says, oh, we'll take care of you. No, not really. We're still paying for this indirectly. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And my, my premium's going up. My. Yeah. The, my my co-pays are going off. My deductible's going off. And, you know. While, while the big wigs on top are lining their pockets with all this cash. It's bullshit. Yeah. So. The maximum out of pocket is higher. Because, you know. But I do think yeah. the vaccines work. Yeah, no, yeah, I, I agree with you. Like, I mean, I'm, you know not, I mean? I, I'm not, again, like, I want to preface this by saying, like, if, if you've chosen to get the vaccine, I support that. If you choose not to get the vaccine, I also support that. Yeah. You know, but, like, the, the point that I'm, I'm trying to make, like, especially with this study, is that there could be other ways of combating this. Right, but we're never going to see that. No. Might as well become a witcher. Yeah. And it's, age. and it's funny, like, like the, the, I'm trying to think of the word, I can't think of the, the, the word, the, um, oh God. 1920s when we couldn't have alcohol, that was called what? Prohibition. Prohibition. The prohibition on cannabis. <laughs> yeah, that's ridiculous. It, it's absolutely ridiculous. Like, we've seen over and over and over again how much cannabis is helpful. <laughs> right. In so many ways. And this here's another one that it could be. Right, right. You know, but it's like this prohibition we have on cannabis is like, I mean, and, and clearly that's, you know, big pharma. Because, I mean, they'd be out of business. Right. You know. Right. And then the weed grower in McKeesport would be expanding even more. Right. And the, but the thing is, too, is like there's so many things that everyone, there's just another point to what you're talking about the opioid problem in oh, the yeah. United States. Well, you keep writing the scripts for it. Yeah. The Food and Drug Administration hasn't done <laughs> jack about it. Yeah. Right? Because someone was fucking lining their pockets with it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You can't go to a doctor anymore and not have any kind of anything wrong without them prescribing you opioids. Yeah. I mean, there are other alternatives. Yeah. You can do a cocktail of Tylenol Motrin that works very well, especially on teeth. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. And tooth pain, I'm sorry, tooth pain is one of the most excruciating pains known to man. Yeah. It is, yeah. aside from ear. Yeah. Um, now, if you've broken leg or something like that, yeah. I, that's different pain. I mean, right. I, I understand that. But first thing they're writing on a script is opioids. Yeah. No matter where you go. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, you get some doctors, they're like, eh, probably Tylenol 3 is good. Yeah. You know what I mean? If it's yeah. a sprain or something like that. But for years and years and years, it was all Vikes and Oxys and 
and you wonder, and you're wondering why they hit the streets. Hit, hit, I hit. mean, this is a true fucking story. Seriously, this was a story that I, when I and I witnessed it. I was uh-huh. there when this happened. So many many years ago, Nancy had her um, pancreas removed. Pancreas? Not her pancreas. Not, not her pancreas. What, what what the fuck was it? it Appendix? No, it wasn't her appendix. Gallbladder? Gallbladder, that's it. Yeah, yeah gallbladder, yeah. Pancreas is a little... Yeah, 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 you're right. All right. I, that's fine. I, I blanked, I'm sorry. No, you're getting here. But so she had her gallbladder removed. Uh-huh. And, like, it was like... We didn't, like... We went to the hospital one time, and they are like, Yeah, it's anxiety. <laughs> like, they sent her home. Yeah. Well, I mean, finally she went in, and they were like, yeah, You're about to die. Yeah. You know, yeah, we need to remove this now. Yeah. And so they removed it. <clears throat> she's, you know, in the hospital. She's, this is like Thanksgiving. This is the worst part. And like, I felt like a total dick because like, it, it kept happening. We kept going to the hospital and they kept sending her home. Like, you know, like nothing was wrong. And like one, like the day before Thanksgiving, she comes to me and she's like, you know, I, I'm, I'm sick as a dog. I called my mother. She's coming to take me to the hospital. I'm like, okay, fine. I'm going to work. Uh-huh. Yeah, no problem. I hope you're okay. Uh-huh. Like, that was it. <laughs> you know? Because we had so many false alarms on this. All right. Well, her mother calls me later that day. Like, yeah, yeah, they're taking out her gallbladder. Yeah. I'm like, holy fuck. Okay. So, like, her doctor comes in. I'm not even going to mention the doctor's name. But the doctor comes in. He didn't perform the surgery. He was just, like, like their family doctor. And he comes in. And he goes, uh, so, so what do you want? She's like, huh? Like, you, you, you want oxy, oxycodone, uh, you know, what, 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 which, which, one, which, what do you look at? No, I just have my gallbladder taken. I don't need that. <clears throat> right. And he's like, eh, I'll write you a strip for, for oxycodone. You know, like, I'm just like, like, you just like handing out like a fucking candy. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck did I just see here? You know, I'm like, and that was like 15 years ago, Uh you know, like he was just like, like without even thinking, he's like, okay, so which, which opioid would you, would you like? And I wonder, you know, like in the, in the deep recesses of stuff that we could probably find that nobody looks for. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or know where to go. But I wonder back in the day. Yeah. I wonder if there was some kind of thing where, you know, some kind of thing through hospital systems or something that uh, we will reimburse you for this, 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 that, and the other if you push this, 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 and this. Oh, I'm sure. Do you know what I mean? Like almost like a kickback? Yeah, I'm sure there was like a payola system or something back in the day. Yeah, I think like, so. Like, hey, yeah, you know, um, if, you, if you push um, Company X's medications, hello, Rogue. <laughs> Rogue. <laughs> yeah. Rogue's tail is just going a mile a minute. I'm sorry, folks. But if, if you push Company X's medications right. and you, you you prescribe X amount of them, we'll give you, you know, a trip to Aruba. <laughs> right. You know, like, shit, like, I'm sure that was, like, the type of shit that, like, you know, took place. Or certain people had stock in the company. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, like that—that that had to be like you know, 
how that shit worked back then, I'm Which sure. Which is completely illegal. Yeah. How these, you know, how these congressmen and all yeah. these higher-ups have stock in all this shit oh, before yeah. it hits the fan. Yeah. And then it hits the fan, and all of a sudden, oh, well, you know, good thing I bought that stock. Bullshit. Right. Which is completely illegal. Yeah. But, you know, nobody's looking. Just like we learned on trading trading places. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, seriously. Yeah. Man, that's what it is. Exactly. <laughs> the orange crop. Yeah. It's, it's what they do every day. Yeah. Nobody else gets is privy to that. So, anyway, yeah. Insider trading, I guess, right? Yeah. Whatever. Well, that was like, there was an episode of um, The West Wing. Mm. And the one character, he sent his friend to Congress to testify about something about, like, software. Uh-huh. And like a week before, he had bought, like, 10,000 shares worth of some software company. Right, right. And after the testimony, the the stock increased tenfold. Right, right. And he's like, I was just dabbling in the stock market. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I did my research. I liked the company. I thought they were good. And I thought this would be a good investment. Like, well, yeah, this is insider trading. You said that somebody to Congress to testify on behalf of these software companies. And based upon their testimony, the stock rose. Right, right. <laughs> you know? Right. Like, like, he, like, he's, like, innocent. Like, he, like, I had no idea that would happen. Right, right. And he's, like, well, you are you an idiot? He's, like, well, yes. <laughs> you know? Yeah. When it comes to shit like this, yes, I am. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it's just, it's frustrating as fuck because, like I said, I mean, I, you know, not that I think Joe Rogan knows what the fuck he's talking about. <laughs> I, I don't. But I, I do think that there is, like, a measurable response to <sighs> to the natural stuff. And I, I mean, again... <laughs> well, ivermectin's not natural. Right. No, I, I agree. But Vitamin I, C and zinc are. Yeah. I mean... Right. But like, like, like this, this cannabis study. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, that's what I'm... You know, like there are natural options that are out there. Like, you know, I'm not going down the Joe Rogan route, but, like, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, you know, I'm a fat fuck. You know, what I put in my body is, like, I'm not, like, looking at the ingredients of what I'm putting in my body. Like, I, I had a, a couple of uh, Tasty Cake uh, Butterscotch Crippettes. They're delicious. I'm sure I look at the ingredients on the back of that box, I'd be disgusted but i'm not looking you know so yeah. I, I i have no room to be like oh i'm worried about what i put in my body that, that's not my my point my, my my point has always been about like with with these companies like and you talk about with like johnson and johnson it, it just it feels like that episode of star trek where like hey jordy we need you to figure out how to make this thing work to combat this problem and he comes back like, well, I got, it, I got it together. Well, does it work? Well, I don't know. And the captain's like, well, if it doesn't, we're not going to hold it against you. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And luckily, it works. Yeah, yeah. And the ship doesn't blow up. Right. You know. But it's like, but it's like that's how it feels. Like it's like, 
these companies came out like, okay, we've got it. Okay, great. Let's get it out there. And if it, if something fucks up in three to five years with people, it's not your responsibility. Well, that's the clause that you signed. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, that's always been my problem with the, with the vaccine. I'm not anti-vaccine. I just feel like it, you know, it got rushed to the public without the proper amount of testing. It's still considered a tested product by the FDA. Right. You know, so it's like one. Is it? That's always been my problem with it. Right. You know, because I don't remember signing any of that for a flu vaccine. No. You know. Yeah. No. Yeah. But I mean, that's the problem. You know, so like if in three to five years they they find hey yeah the Pfizer uh, vaccine we've found out like you know it causes testicular growth you know or or, you know some oddball bullshit you know but. You can't sue Pfizer because, you know, we were in a pandemic. Yeah. Wow, there it is. Yeah. That's the problem. <laughs> so. So you ready for playoff football tomorrow? Yeah, I think so. I don't know what the shit Juju's going to do. but. Well, I mean, hopefully. Decoy. That's a possibility, but like I mean, so if if that's the case, and I know frees up Deontay Johnson, yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah, no, I, I get you it. know, uh, but I mean, like at the end of the day, it's like it's here. Here's the at the end of the day, all I hope is that they cover. <laughs> I hope they cover the spread. Like I, I, I want to be that guy who says they're gonna win. Oh. The, but, you know, it's the Chiefs. This isn't a good team. You know, it's a miracle they won the last two games. Right. You know, it's a miracle that they're even in the fucking playoffs. Right. You know, so it's that, that, that thing to me of, like, this is, like, just, like, icing yeah. on a cake. Yeah, I saw that. That's ridiculous. Buffalo yeah. just destroying the Patriots. Right. <laughs> So to me, like it's like that, that funny thing, like with the with the Steeler game. It's just one more game I get to watch. An all-time great take the field. Yeah, and hopefully he doesn't shit his pants. <laughs> right. You know. But at the same time, like, there's always that possibility. The only thing that's gonna win that game is game plan. And I'm serious. Yeah. And. I don't think offensively they can have a game plan. I think defensively they might. But if they don't adjust, yeah, it's game over. Yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, got, a, I got a bad feeling like they just, Kansas City has too many weapons. They do, and, like, we can't stop the run. Yeah. But, like, the thing with Kansas City is, like, you don't, like, even if you do stop the run, you're still fucked. Yeah. Tyreek Hill's out there. Travis Kelsey's out there. Whoever the fuck else they've got is out there just running free. Yeah, and that's the thing, too. You know. I mean, like, I think that, I mean, I hate to even say this, but it's going to hinge a lot on, it's it's going to hinge a lot on it if they can get to Mahomes. Yeah. Like, if they could pressure Mahomes, put pressure on him, keep, like, like that Super Bowl that he lost... I mean, it was because his offensive line was just 
held together by chicken wire and duct tape. Yeah. And he was under pressure all day. And you could see the pre- like. What's scary is like he was still almost really fucking good under pressure like that, like right. all day long. Right. You know, like you could see like he just missed a pass here or a guy drops a pass there or that should have been caught. You know, like that, like I, like he had a bad game, but look, but still looked good having a bad game. Right. right. You know, and so it's that thing of like, I just don't know how like you stop the Chiefs. Like like it's almost gotta be like you've gotta have like ten minute offensive drives to keep that offense off the field. Right. You know, just completely wear their defense down and I, unfortunately the Steelers just can't do that. No. I, I don't think so. Yeah. I'm just I'm just hoping it's on a blowout. I'm hoping, I'm hoping it's a shootout. Yeah. I'm hoping Ben has a good game. I'm hoping they look respectable, you know. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like I, I, I like everybody's like, oh, this is like the bus in '05. I'm like, no, no, no that was a much better team in '05. <laughs> you know. Yeah. There are players on this team that I haven't even heard of before, showing up out of the woodwork. Yeah, there, there are guys taking snaps, and I'm like, did you even go to college? <laughs> Like, are you just like 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 you played high school ten years ago? And oh, you like, played flag football at Penn State McKeesport. Yeah, yeah come in. on in. You're in. Yeah, we'll we, take you. We need a running back. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, honestly, like, that's how I feel sometimes. Like, look at like some of the players that are like taking snaps. I'm like, oh, <clears throat> what 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 barrel did they pull you out from under? Oh, I know. You know, these people are just like. At one point in the game, I was like, who are these people? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what? What's going on right now? Like, there's nothing worse than, like, when you hear, like, a, a story, like, when, like, Al Michaels goes into the story about, so three weeks ago, this guy was an Uber driver, and now he's a starting center for the Steelers. You're like, oh, my God. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like. That's kind of the Kurt Warner story. And I understand that, but at the same time, it's not the story you, like, you want to hear like you know everybody's got a pedigree and they they've been around or you know they the, the, this person's starting because of their reputation like not that you know yeah three weeks ago this guy was out of football and you know he was driving Uber yeah. you know yeah. fuck yeah I picked this guy cooking at the pancake house so. yeah now he's a starter he's new new tight end yeah that too has been a real blessing to us this year. Firemouth. Oh man, that kid has hands. I remember, like, good lord, that kid has hands. When they drafted, I remember people were like, "What the fuck were they thinking?" This guy got some hands. Yeah, he's a cornerstone piece, and he's tough. Yeah, I think he's tougher than Miller. I mean, he's 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 getting better at blocking every game. I don't think he's as good as blocker as Miller was. No, yet, yet. But but. This guy's got sure hands like Miller. Yeah. And I've seen this kid make some amazing catches, too. Yeah. And he's tough as fuck. I mean, and let's face facts. He's like, like he, a, he's like a cross between Miller and... What's that dude we had? He kept getting injured. We got rid of him. Oh. Um, 
Yeah, the guy who had that, that vicious stiff arm against Tampa Bay, where he like just like put that kid in the ground. Disgusting. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm talking about. I know about. you're talking about, it. yeah, I can't remember his name. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, yeah. Yeah, I mean, let's face facts, like he almost won that Chargers game. <laughs> I know he did. Like I know he that, he he's probably he probably wakes up in the middle of the night thinking about that play. Yeah, probably. You know. Kid's good, man. Yeah. Seriously. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, Hopefully so. you'll have someone to pass to. Yeah. Because Ben finds his ass. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ben finds people who get open. Like, I mean, like, he, he does. Like, if, if, you, if, you, if you're out there working your ass off to get open, Ben will find you. Yeah. It's just a matter of how much time does he have to find yeah, you. this guy's got time, man. Yeah. That's the thing, man. With Ben, even now, I don't care what people say. The guy's still throwing for amazing yardage. Not necessarily right. this year as much, but you know what I mean. But if he has time, yeah, it's over. Because I hear, I hear this shit all the time. Oh, they got to cut out this dink and dunk. They got to throw the ball down the field. Yeah, you've seen this offensive line, right? <laughs> but the dink and dunk does drive me crazy. It does. It drives me crazy too. But the well, problem- I'd, rather, I'd rather them dink and dunk than run on on these defenses that you know. Yeah, but like the the I mean, problem you know. right. The problem becomes that you can't run. You can't throw the ball. Like you can't do a five step drop on play action when your offensive line is made of tissue paper. Yeah, <laughs> it is. You know, because you do, like by the time he hits that fifth step, somebody is already in his face. Right. And Ben is a statue. Right at this point in the game. Yeah. yeah. Like Ben, like I'm watching highlights of like young Ben, and like watching him like get out of tackles and roll out and run this way and run that way and then throw the ball sixty yards down the field for a touchdown. I'm like, well, I miss that Ben. We could use that Ben right now. Yeah, that's not. In, instead, I, I've got like. Bad hip Ben, right. who's like basically got to be a shotgun at all times because he can't take a three step drop, even right. you know. And I mean, it, it's just that's the problem, you know. Yeah, so but if he had some little bit of protection, just a little yeah, bit of time, just a little bit of time, yeah, yeah, he's gonna fire the ball in the money, yeah, yeah. Instead, you're, you're throwing five yard outs hoping they become 20 yard runs. Yeah, because I've seen Ben make throws like Mahomes. Yeah. Easy. Oh, he did yeah. It. He's did it in Super Bowl. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I still think one of the best throws and catches was that Super Bowl. Oh, yeah, Super Bowl 43. Yeah. To Holmes in the corner. It was amazing. That was. Ridiculous. <laughs> it wasn't it? It was. <laughs> it was Montana-esque. Oh, I mean, the catch was probably better than the throw. Yeah. But. The catch was Clark-esque. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah, that, that's. I mean, it was just it yeah. was perfect. It yeah. was perfect. But you got to give the guy some time. Yeah, that's the key. The, the key is he needs time. Oh. And this offensive line gives him none. <laughs> yeah. That's why I said game planning is your key. Yeah. But you can't game plan around a bad offensive line. Yeah, you can. And you can't even do a screen with a bad offensive line. Yeah. You know like, what I mean? Like, like the, pro- the problem becomes like people like complain like, well, Najee Harris hasn't been that good. Or, 
Yeah. Um, Najee Harris has been pretty good. He's been pretty good. But don't get me wrong, but like like the the problem becomes like again, you can't game plan around a bad offensive line. Right. But you're not seeing what people aren't seeing. Well, he was the bell cow this year, so but yeah. But what people aren't saying, I mean, the guy's had over a thousand yards. Like, I mean, yeah, I get that. I like, mean, a thousand yards is nice, but I'm, I'm, I'm always, I've always been in the mindset of like, especially in a sixteen game season, now a seventeen game season, twelve hundred yards is a more. Like, no, I, I get you. Yeah, because you, you, if you average like sixty, That's still a lot of yards, right? If you average sixty yards a game, you can get to a thousand, right? You know, whereas but I think people aren't seeing the long runs from. Well, I, I the pro, but again, to me the problem just is you can't game plan around a bad offensive line. Right, you, you can't know. get to that second. You can't get to that second level. Yeah. Also, too, he he does a little zero way in the background that drives me a little bit nuts. But I, maybe the holes just aren't there for him to go through. I don't think they are. That, that's you know that's I mean? part of the problem. You know that yeah. that zero way dance. Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, like more on a number of occasions. Right. Where I'm like, come on, dude. But then I've seen him break a couple of good ones. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just it's the his his problem is is you know is the same as Ben's is the offensive line just doesn't move people. <laughs> right. I hate to be a Steelers offensive lineman right now. Oh, it's, I mean that must be the worst job in the NFL right now. Can you imagine? I mean, there's a reason why this offense is like one of the worst in the NFL. I mean, the, the, it's not the quarterback, it's not it's not the wide receivers, it, it's the line. Yeah, and like. Everyone wants to talk about like, oh, you need you need a great quarterback and you need the great wide receiver and you need, you need a good offensive line before you get all that. Yeah. Ask Joe Burrow, who by the way won today. Yeah, yeah. The Bengals won a playoff game for the first time in thirty-two years. Congratulations, Cincinnati. Yeah, right. You know, way he to looked, break way to break that streak. He looked good too. Yeah, but I mean, Joe Burrow last year behind a bad offensive line ran for his life until his leg finally gave out. Right. Right. You know, they finally put a decent offensive line in front of them, and now all of a sudden they're a playoff team. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's what it is. Like, you, you have to have at least a decent offensive line. <laughs> right. I mean, Burroughs' mobility helps. A lot of other things help. But, like, the run game can go because the offensive line can at least open a hole. They have some weapons. They, they have a ton of weapons. I mean... They could be a scary team. The only thing that holds them back to me is their ownership. Yeah. Like, I have no doubt in my mind the Brown family will fuck this up. <laughs> right. You know, but the key to everything is an offensive line. If you if you don't have a decent offensive line, you can't go. Right. And right now the Steelers do not have a decent <laughs> offensive line. They have a bad offensive line. And when you have a bad offensive line, nothing else can work. Right. Flip side of the ball, if you have a bad defensive line, you're going to get gouged. And other than Kim Hayward. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah. And those linebackers aren't helping. No. Those little linebackers are just getting crushed. Torn up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. And truly, I think one of the reasons, <laughs> I'm telling you, I think one of the only reasons we're winning games is because of Watt. Or keeping it keeping yeah. it decent. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. seriously. Yeah. I mean, he's a game changer. Guy's good. He's real good. 
like you you look at what he does to in like you go you go back to the first Baltimore win that two point conversion he influenced the pass right like Andrews was wide open he just couldn't get the ball to him because there's Watt with his thousand yard wingspan yeah yeah you know what I mean you know you you look at how he influences without even getting to the quarterback. Thinking, I only have X amount of time. I have to get the ball out now. Yeah, yeah. T.J. Watt's coming. Right. You know what I mean? Like, T.J. Watt influences a game without even getting like getting to the quarterback. Because the quarterback can hear him. Right. You know, there's a timer going off in your head. I got to get the ball out now because here comes T.J. Watt. Yeah. You know, and... We just need that, that other half. I think Highsmith is the other half. You think? I do. Here's the thing, like, <clears throat> like you're never going to get another season like this out of TJ Watt. You're never going to get 22 and a half sacks out of out of him again. <clears throat> okay, it's just, it's a ridiculous number. The, I once heard a coach say, and he was on a hard episode of Hard Knocks. If you can average a sack a game, you're 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 a Hall of Famer no matter what. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's all you You need 16 sacks. One sack a game. You need to do your job once a game, and you're considered a Hall of Famer. If you get 10 to 12 sacks a year, you're pretty damn good. Right, right. You're probably still a Hall of Famer. Like, that's the that's the, the stat, the standard. Like, right. like, so if I can get, like, between 14 to 16 sacks a year out of T.J. Watt... You give me ten more out of Alonzo Highsmith, or not Alonzo Highsmith. What, what Alonzo Highsmith played a long time ago for the Houston Oilers. Mm-hmm. But if you can get another ten to twelve out of Highsmith, huh. that's pretty damn good. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what you're looking for. We'll see. Yeah. So. <laughs> good still. Ghost Dillers. <clears throat> so, here, here was some exciting news to uh, to end the show. Okay. We got an email. Okay. From somebody other than Thad. Oh, good. Yeah. This is from Luther Smith. Cool. Luther. From this day forward, you're a double X. Yeah, have to be. You have to be. I mean, come on. <laughs> Luther. Hey, Yins guys. Hey. Just wanted to write in and say I recently started listening to the show via Stitcher. If you check downloads, I, I can care less where you're listening to us from. I'm just glad you're listening to us. All right. And really enjoy it. I started because I heard you guys from Hobie mention your podcast and thought, what the fuck? I'll give it a go. Being a Marvel, DC, Super Star Wars nerd slash geek myself, I have enjoyed the topics you've covered recently. Cool. I would also like to add, I was starting to hear about the passing of your grandmother slash aunt. Yeah. Well, thank Thanks. you for that. It was cool hearing your stories and had me thinking about the time I spent at my grandmother's house. She passed away in 2013. Well, that's cool. Sorry to hear. I'm sorry to hear your grandmother passed. I'm not, that's not cool. But I think it's cool that we were able to bring up, that you were able to think about those stories. 
of your own. Right, right. That's that was what I thought was cool. I just like a bit of a dick there, didn't I? <laughs> That's why I corrected you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> it's late. Yeah. So anyway, I wanted to shout out and say, hey, let you let, say good God. Man, read some. Yeah. Anyway, just a shout out to say hey and let you guys you've got another listener. Thanks, guys. Cheeto. I'm guessing that's his nickname. That's an unfortunate nickname. Well, I mean, you know, his nickname. It's his nickname. It's his nickname. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm just saying, like, you know, you know, many people call Donald Trump the the Cheeto now because of his orange complexion. I see. You know, so I hope you've had that well before the Trump administration, which I'm sure you probably did. I'm interested to hear how you got that nickname. Yeah, I'd like to know. Like, were you like that kid in high school who just had Cheeto hands all the time? Nice. I'm yeah. curious. I remember people with Dorito hands all the time. Yeah. Doritos were big when we were young. They More were. More so than Cheetos. Yeah. Yeah, Cheetos weren't a thing. Like, like, like Doritos were like the, the I mean, currency of choice. I can remember when Cool Ranch came out. Oh. And everyone was like, oh, did you get the Cool Ranch Doritos? Yeah. You would have thought... The world fucking changed the day Cool Ranch Doritos came out. <laughs> like honestly, like that was like, I mean, motherfuckers were like, "This is the shit." <laughs> right. I'm like, yeah, I'll stick with regular Doritos. Yeah, I didn't like them anyway, so I've never eaten Doritos. I'm not a big Dorito eater. Like, I never liked how they taste. Like every once in a while, like I'll get like a bag, like a small, like a snack bag of yeah. them, and like I'll enjoy that. Um, I've seen, I've seen them used, and this is where I'm like, "Ooh, that's not good." Like on a walking taco, that's what they do, right? I prefer it with Fritos. Yeah, like give me the corn chip. I don't like walking tacos. No? They're too messy. Yeah, yeah, I go on. Okay, I get that. I get your point it's there. Too messy. Yeah, I don't want to be licking my fingers. Yeah. I get, I get, I get where you're coming from. Yeah. It goes against my practices. Yeah, I get. <laughs> yeah, I see where you're coming from. I get your point. Like, I'm, I'm not there. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, but like, also, I'm I not saying I'm stuck up or anything. I just, I'm a germ phobe. So yeah. Licking my fingers is taboo. Yeah. For me. Yeah. So I, I get that. Like, I get, I get, like, like it, it clicked all of a sudden. Like, oh, I can see that. Yeah, that's. Yeah, it has nothing to do with yeah. the class system here. It's yeah. just uh, a little yeah. too germy for me. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm, putting my, I'm putting my hands on a, on a bleacher that had all kinds of asses all over it. <laughs> and now I'm licking my finger. Yeah. It has the old uh, walking taco mess on it. Yeah. Nope. No, thank you. Nah. I'll take a handhold snack, please. <laughs> yeah. Handheld snack. I'll just eat with a traditional hot dog. Yeah. Slice of pizza. Yeah. Whatever. I think I have to <laughs> lick my finger. cheese out with my finger. Yeah. With my coat now. <laughs> <laughs> Yuck. My uh, coat now. <laughs> oh, that's so 70s. Yeah. But, you know. Oh. Tremendous. <laughs> Yuck. 
So anyway, uh, Luther, thanks, Lex. Thanks for writing in. First off, thanks for writing in. Two, I got to know how you got the nickname Cheeto or why you called yourself Cheeto. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's morbid curiosity at this point. And three, where do you stand on, on, on walking tacos? Yeah. We'd like to know. Yeah, sure. Inquiring minds want to know. <laughs> right. Actually, me and Ian are probably the only two people who give a shit. <laughs> but, hey, but it's two people that give a shit. Yeah, we, but we give a shit, damn it. And it's our show. Yeah. Uh, so, before we sign off, just a reminder. Next week, we will be at the Nerd Corner. Hey. Next Saturday, um, we will have a special guest there. From what I understand, Keith has asked uh, for somebody to come on the show. I said, sure, because okay. you're kind enough to let us come invade your space. Sure. You know. So that'll be exciting. But don't let that stop you. Please come out and say hi if you can. Yeah. We like that. So that's going to be next Saturday, January 22nd, at the Nerd Corner in White Oak. Uh, right there on Lincoln Way. Very, very easy to find. Great place to uh, come and spend some of that, uh, that that Christmas money you got, maybe. If you still have some laying around. Mm. And I don't know, like your your aunt probably slipped you a little card with a little little, little fiver in it. Fine. Come on down and spend that money. Yeah. You know. Um, I'll be there. I should be there about 4.30. Ian show, usually shows up sometime after 5 o'clock. He graces us with his presence. I think he's running around. Well, I assume you're probably down at the sports card store. Probably looking over the counter like, oh, oh, look at this. Look at this. You know. <laughs> oh, shit. I got to go do a podcast. I got to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. So... <laughs> Butkus. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta get it. How much for this no Sean Moreno? Yeah, I have that. You know that, right? Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. I got it free. Yeah. So it didn't cost me nothing. Yeah. Damn that guy. Yeah. I have a graded 10 rookie card. Nice. It's worth a quarter. <laughs> the quarter, I think. <laughs> I just want the Carl Yastrzemski with the lamb chop, mm. the mutton chops. I've been going after World Steelers if I could find him. Yeah, that's my goal. Yeah, I'll never get that Bradshaw, but I might be able to get Bradshaw a couple years in. Mike Merriweather, have him. Yeah, yeah, but if I can get Bradshaw a couple years in. I'll never get that rookie. Yeah. Yeah. But well, second, third year. I yeah. It's possible. Yeah. You never know. I take the rookie shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like a C graded card. Or D. Yeah. Just have Bradshaw. Yeah. 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 I get that. Because I got everybody, well, most everybody else. Yeah. So. All right. So if you like to write in, like Luther here has, or Cheeto, as he's known to his friends. Um, you can send us an email 
That email address is pittsburghnerd at yahoo.com. You can also find us. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, just search Pittsburgh Nerd. We're very, very easy to find. And uh, remember, we are on a number of podcasting networks. You can find us on the Tangent Bound Network, the Weeby Geeks Network, and the Pod Breed Network. I blanked for a second there. I'm sorry. Pod Breed Network. Uh, just give them a Google search. You can find all the other great podcasts they have to offer. And lastly, as always, I want to thank you, dear listener, for checking us out each and every week. Can't thank you enough for enjoying our hijinks and or shenanigans. And on that note, the dreamer has awakened. Peace. <laughs>